I am Kristen Bomas, and welcome to Struck by Enlightenment, where we are on a conscious journey to life mastery. Today, we're going to talk about energy, energy in this realm and life's energy. And I'm going to focus mostly on life's energy, but I want to also briefly talk about energy in this life. So we're going to talk a little bit about energy at the beginning. Then I'm going to talk about how we know it exists. And then we'll look a little bit at what it is, the life energy itself. And then finally, I'll take a look at how that life energy becomes an important part of your dating and partnership relationship. Okay, energy. What is it, right? Energy is a constant. It can change forms, but it always is, it always has been, it always will be. It just is. It's a constant. And so in this life, everything is of energy. And we know that even from physics, we, we have an understanding of that. But when we talk about the energy that makes up our life, an energy that we have learned to term as soul, it gets a little bit more questioning for some reason. But there's, as you're going to see, plenty of evidence that we know that there is also a soul. So the energy itself that is a part of all of life, whether we're talking about the rocks or the houses or the trees or the animals or us, that's a constant and it's different in each of its forms. But when we're talking about the soulful energy or the life energy that inhabits this human existence, we're talking about a flow of, excuse me for saying it this way, of a particular energy that makes up your life. And that's where it gets a little bit confusing for people, I think. But the soul is of its own free will and has its own memory and has its own presence. Okay. And I want to talk a little bit about that because I think it's really important for each of us just to have a simple understanding of that energy that resides within this life called a human experience. The soul came from a place of energy, and we'll say that it comes from a place of love energy, which it does. So it is sourced by that love energy, and it is a part of that love energy. And it has a sense of free will in and of itself, and so it chooses to have this human experience. And in this human experience, it is going to feel, and so the, the way the soul then bridges to the body is through its own language known as emotion. So emotion is energy until we physically feel it and then it becomes a feeling. So that emotion is the language of the soul. It bridges us. The other thing that bridges the, the, the physical to the energetic realm is our intuition, which is sensed again through emotion. So we know that life, each of our lives, is, in, is connected to that energy because it is absolutely a part of that energy. And so we want to look at how it affects how we live this life and in particular, how we are in our relationships. So how do we know that there is even this energy, right? Well, there are many ways that people have identified that soulful energy. Some people have seen apparitions, some people see the energy, some people see 
um, like the energy behind. Some people see the auric fields, which is the energy of the individual as it expands beyond the physical body. And then there's the intuition, and we have a knowingness of what is happening, and that knowingness is a wisdom. So in the first examples, you people actually can see the energy of the soul. There is also an awareness of our soul's entry into this life that we each individually have when we're first born. We lose it rather quickly, but we have an awareness. So how do we get to those places? If we're not intuitive and we can see it, is there another way that we know that the soul enters? Well, absolutely. And that's through hypnosis. And it's been used for many, many, many years, both in analysis um, as well as just for behavioral issues. But one of the most famous stories is by Brian Weiss, who was using um, hypnosis for anxiety, which is pretty common. And the woman went back into what we now traditionally call past lives. And in those past lives, she followed the experiences, as I call them, of the soul. And they then went back to those experiences that she shared in various languages, I might add, and they did the research to make sure that, that those um, experiences existed, and sure enough, they did. So it was quite a fascinating bit of research that, that he did uh, using hypnosis to go and see how many various experiences one soul might have. So our, our hypnosis takes us back into the memory of the soul, <clears throat> and that's one form of proof, if you will, that we have an awareness that there's more than just this physical life. But we also have this knowingness that I mentioned, which is a wisdom. And as you start to master your life or step into enlightenment of some sort, you are going to open more and more of that pocket of wisdom because the more you move beyond your fear, the more the wisdom comes to the surface. And what makes that important is that as I tapped the wisdom within me, I knew the same stuff as someone on the other side of the world tapping into their wisdom. Somebody from a different time tapping into their wisdom. So when you tap into that wisdom, it's relatively all the same information. And so we know we are connected at a higher level. That energetic connection, that, that world beyond this world, as the shamans would say, is, is connected through that wisdom. It is what is passed through our lineages, way beyond this physical realm. So there are many ways that we know this energy exists, and those are a few of them. So what is it, right? Like, what is this energy all about as it relates to our lives? Well, the, the soul itself has free will. Right? So the soul kind of knows what experience it came here to have. The soul does know what, <laughs> what it came here to experience. Um, then we are the physical representation of that experience, and we have free will in this physical realm as well. So if I am a soul and I come in to have an experience, now my physical self is going to kind of go for that experience in my own way. So now we're connected to our energy being and the more we start to master this we feel that connection to that energy self right and that energy self is what some people call a higher self because we tend to think of 
um, by virtue of culture, heaven, you know, where spirit is and all that, we all think it's up. Okay, so we call it higher, so that higher self. But it's, it also has come, become known as higher because of its vibration. The, the, the higher the vibration, the more expansive, right? So the higher self, which is a higher vibration, a higher, a more expanded aspect of self, is always connected to our physical self. And it knows the experience we came to have. And so it kind of keeps us you know, on track to have an experience so we don't go too far awry, but still leaves us within that realm of free will. So we're always really connected to that energy. Now, let's keep it simple, right? The, the life itself, we are all told that when we die, the soul moves on, goes back home. So if the soul leaves, it had to come in, right? So it comes in at the point of conception. Now, soul has free will, so it may stay, it may go. It may come into physical form, it may not. It may just enter and then leave, and it could leave from a variety of reasons. But it has free will and it knows what it's going to do, and it has no attachment to what it's going to do. Whether it comes into this physical life or not, the soul doesn't have that judgment. So here we are. When we look at our romantic relationships, and I talk about this in another podcast, it is by far the one relationship that we most look toward because our soul comes from love and is love in its pure form. So of course, in this physical realm, we're always looking for love in a way that connects us to another, just like that space from where we came where everything was just one and it was just love. So when, when people take um, marriage vows, they usually will say something about being connected as one in their vows. And that is because the energy is all just one. It takes on different forms and different shapes, but it is just one energy of love. So if that's the case, then why is it that we talk about feeling a chemical attraction to somebody when we meet them. Well, because much like emotion, it may start as energy, but it has to bridge into physical, right? So the energy bridges into the physical when it's felt. So the chemistry is exactly how the neurological system allows us to feel. So there's an energetic connection, right? Now, the other question I get with that is, well, if it's all about love, why is it that I, I meet somebody and it's like fireworks, everything is perfect, I swear they are my, my twin flame, it's wonderful. And then three, four months into the relationship, I realize it's the same old relationship I'm always in and this is just not working. And so why? Because there's a purpose, right? And you are here to master that pattern, whatever it is. So the fear in this life has been learned in this life. And it is like a dark cloud covering up the sun. And the sun is that ball of love inside you, that soulful love, right? So that dark cloud of fear is going to keep driving you towards the illusions. Its greatest illusion is to make you feel separate from. So when you think you have found your partner and it's not a partner at all, it's just another same old, same old experience, then that fear has presented itself again and connected to the fear on the other side. There is a familiarity there 
And now all of a sudden you're going, oh yeah, this isn't going to work. Okay. Why does it happen? The soul wants you to master that challenge. It's time to say what is going on inside that I need to master in order to free myself of that fear that keeps attracting that kind of relationship. It's not there because you're stuck and doomed to have bad relationships all your life. It's there for you to master something inside yourself so that you free yourself of that fear, get closer to that pocket of love that's inside, and then start attracting with that love part of yourself, that truth of you, rather than the illusion of the fear. So our love, once we find a good partner, is going to always bring up our challenges because that's why we're on this earth, right? To master those challenges. So if in fact we are aware of the energy of love that resides as truth within each and every one of us, and we know that the fear is just the dark cloud, then in an ideal partnership, the two of you work together to master the challenges and break apart the dark cloud to unite in the name of love on the inside more and more and more each and every day. So as you can see, when we look at this life, whether we're talking about our romantic relationships or we just talk about how we move through life, it is the soul's journey, right? This is part of the experience of the soul, journey being a relative term here. So this experience is just a hiccup in the experiences of the soul, but to us, it's our lifetime. And this is Kristen's lifetime, and Kristen will not have this lifetime again. And that is true for each of you. This experience is a unique experience. Yesterday was a unique experience. You will not have the exact same yesterday ever again. So we have all kinds of symbols in this lifetime to show us that life goes on through what we call a soul because the energy never dies. It just continues to go on in new forms, new shapes, new experiences, which is why you always hear me say, there is no such thing as an ending or a death because we are in the constant state of new beginnings and the soul journeys in that way. So as we look at the energy, we reflected back on how do we know well, we know that through wisdom, through hypnosis, which is a type of memory, through being able to see the energy through apparitions, um, auras, and more, by talking to the other side, seeing the other side, being psychic, all of that intuitive stuff, it's all good communication to the other side. So those are, that's how we know. We know what energy is from a physical physics perspective. We know that it never dies but we do know that it also changes form. So we know that, that if that energy is residing in our life, that it also continues on. So then we asked, what about with our romantic relationships? And we realized that sometimes we meet people who we think are gonna be love, but our fear created that illusion to pull us right back in to a challenge that needs to heal. But true love, when we find it, will embrace with open arms and open acceptance so that when those challenges present, because we are in a life where those challenges will always present, that together as a team, you will work to heal each challenge as it presents, thereby opening you to greater love, greater intimacy, greater 
uh, acceptance. So hopefully that gave you a little bit of understanding of energy in life and energy in love. And I really want to thank you all for joining me. And until next time, I hope each and every one of you can enjoy the energy of the space around you. Feel how it feels. And when someone sits next to you, see how that energy shifts. And start to really embrace how you want to feel and what kind of energy you'd like around you. And may each of you make an energy realm that is ideal. Thank you so much. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining me, and please visit kristenbomas.com where you can easily access all of my social circles.